Welcome to the IndyCar Conference Call. My name is Daryl, and I will be your operator for today's call. At this time, all participants are in a listen-only mode. Later, we will conduct a question-and-answer session. During the question-and-answer session, if you have a question, please press star then 1 on your touchtone phone. Please note that this conference is being recorded. I'll now turn the call over to Arnie Schrieben. Arnie, you may begin. Thank you, Daryl, and welcome, everyone, to today's IndyCar Media Teleconference. Our guest today is the current Verizon IndyCar Series point leader and is a driver shooting for his third consecutive win at this weekend's ABC Supply 500 at Pocono Raceway. Joseph uh, Newgarden of Team Penske, welcome to today's call. Great. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Good to be here. All right. Thanks, Joseph. Um, Joseph will be driving the number two Fitzgerald Glider Kit Chevrolet this weekend and holds a seven-point lead over Team Penske teammate Elio Castroneves. Uh, with four-time champion Scott Dixon, uh, defending series champion Simon Pagano, 2014 champion Will Power, and Graham Ray Hall all within 58 points of New Garden's lead. Uh, Joseph, uh, you're the uh, first American points holder or points leader since 2014. Um, does that mean uh, anything extra special to you uh, to be leading the points for the first time? Uh, no. Not particularly, to be honest. Um, you know, I, I've always loved about IndyCar that we have some of the best talent from around the world, whether that's from the driving side or the team side, you know, with, with all our engineers, mechanics, ownership. Um, so, I, you know, I, I love that diversity and think that, you know, that's what makes IndyCar so great is we have the best of the best from around the world. So, you know, I never put too much stock into my nationality with it, but there's always a little bit of pride, I guess. In, in being American in a predominantly North American championship. And I think maybe driving for Team Penske certainly makes that a little bit more special. Um, you know, again, overall, I don't, I don't think about it too much, but I think it's a little bit more special this year, you know, being a part of Team Penske and, and everything they've done with, uh, with American talent here in the, in the IndyCar series. All right. You, uh, as I mentioned, you lead by, uh, seven points over Elio, eight points over Dixon, uh, Graham's in six. He's 58 points back. And, uh, that span of 58 points was what was the span from first to second at this point last year. So knowing that the title rivals are all within striking distance of you uh, with four races to go and a double points race sitting at the end of the season, does that change the way uh, you're going to approach to racing the last four? I, I don't really think it does. I don't think it does if you're in a need like – Hasna was last year, like you referenced there, you know, this, this gap between the first and sixth is, you know, 58 points. It's, if, if that's first to second or, you know, if that's first to sixth, I think the approach is the same way. You, know, you still have to have solid race weekends without, um, without any, any errors or problems. I think you need to be having solid points finishes. And I think for us, if, if we can capitalize on more wins, we'll try and do that. We, we have a, you know, a car capable, if we're, we're capable as a team to win the race, and we'll try and still do that. Um, if we're not, then, you know, we try and secure as many points as possible. So, for me, I don't I don't really approach it differently, you know, regardless of the situation. But for sure, it is a very close fight, and we'll most likely, with the way it's been shaping up, come down to Sonoma. And so just trying to, you know, stay as close to the lead or, or extend the lead as much as possible, it's only going to help at the end of the day when you get to Sonoma. And finally, um this weekend's race, of course, is the 500-mile race at Pocono Raceway, uh, the Tricky Triangle. Uh, you've been really strong there in the past. You have three top five finishes and now uh, your four previous starts. What about that track suits your style so well, and uh, what kind of race do you expect? 
Yeah, I don't know what it is. I mean, I, I you know, I wish I had more consistent finishes at Indianapolis. I, you know, I think it's it's uh, it's definitely different than Indianapolis, but there's some characteristics that are very similar. You know, it's the sort of the only other track that we go to that that has the sort of length um, that that Pocono and Indy has. It's, you know, it's two and a half mile track, so they're super speedways, so they share a commonality with that. And, you know, there's there's certain corners that you know favor indie type setups, but then you have also you know a mix between uh, very different corners. You know, so you know one, two, and three, it's difficult to try and find a compromise. And, and maybe that's some of what's helped me in the past is just being able to find a better compromise with my race setup. And you know, maybe I've just been able to you know be more comfortable with that and, and having a compromise. Whereas at other tracks, you don't need that as much. Uh, Pocono, it's, it's it's very important that you're able to live with the compromise between the corners and the car not working perfectly in one compared to another. So I think that's that's really what sets Pocono apart and it's what you have to be good at there. All right. Thanks, Joseph. Uh, I see we have quite a few media members uh, on the call. So, uh, Daryl, we'll go ahead and open up for questions for Joseph Newgarden. And thank you. We will now begin the question and answer session. If you have a question, please press star then one on your touchstone phone. If you wish to be removed from the queue, please press the pound sign or the hash key. If you are using a speakerphone, you may need to pick up the handset first before pressing the numbers. Once again, if you have a question, please press star then one on your touchstone phone. And I'm standing by for questions. And our first question is from Ben Johnston. You can go ahead with your question. Thanks. Hi, Joseph. Uh, firstly, congratulations on your fantastic season so far. Um, my, I've got a two-part question for you. Firstly, do you prefer the fact that you're out in front? Do you prefer that being the hunters, or do you prefer being the hunter? Do you prefer chasing down the driver ahead of you, or the fact that you have a, a little bit of a points gap to Elio, is that kind of helpful in the way you approach a race weekend, or are you just like, I'm glad to be out here at the moment, and it just depends on where I come to, where I finish up at the end of the season? Oh, hey, Ben. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, I, you know, I think with the way I view it, I, I always prefer to be in the lead. I don't, I don't know why you ever wouldn't want to be the leader. You know, if, if you can yeah. be in a position where you're leading the championship, I always think it's better than having a deficit, because to me, I don't really approach a race weekend different if, you know, I'm leading or or if I'm, you know, trying to catch up. So I always prefer, I would prefer to lead. You know, I think it's it's good. Um, I think for us it'll be hard to hold on to it because everyone is so close. So you have one little mistake or one little mess up in, in the next race, and it's, it's very easy to slip back. Um, so we just got to try and stay out front if we can. And like I was saying before, the more that we can – you know, the more that we can build a points gap, that only helps the Sonoma. So if we can't do that, I think we need to just stay at least in touch with the lead as much as possible and, and make sure that we have a shot at winning the championship uh, on our own terms when we go to Sonoma. Right. And my second question, Joseph, quickly, is the fact that your teammates are in the hunt for the championship as well, how is the feeling within the team in that kind of situation? Do you find it a bit awkward or is it okay? Do you think it's it's fine. We're just sharing information as we normally would. Or are you kindly, are you a little bit more secretive now that we're coming towards the end of the season? Or is it still an open book policy within the team? You know, it's so far it's been fine. I mean, it's been very similar to how the whole year's gone. We haven't really noticed much difference. I think we all want to 
be the best within the team, but it's very clear on the way that we work. And, you know, we work together. We try and we try and help the whole group be better. And, you know, if it's not me winning a race or winning a championship, then we focus on trying to get at least one of the Penske cars to do that. And you, you always hope it's, it's you. You want to be the best within the team. But at the end of the day, we, we've got we've to gotta have one of the Team Penske cars succeeding, and that's what we all work for. So it, it hasn't changed. You know, we have an open book. We all try and help each other as much as possible. Kind of ebbs and flows a little bit. You know, sometimes it helps me more weekends and sometimes you know what i'm doing helps it helps the other guys more on race weekends so i think it, it i think it goes back and forth and, and you certainly get your fair share of help throughout the year great stuff good luck this weekend thanks sir and our next question comes from tony DeZeno. tony you can go ahead with your question uh hello joseph um when hello, you look tony. at the the champion when you look at the you know, um, when you look at the championship battle between you and your teammates, have you talked to any of them about kind of where they were when they were first battling for a title with Team Penske and kind of what the the mental state is for them? And then is there anyone you would kind of draw on for advice to kind of you know keep you sharp and, and in the right uh, right focus or frame of mind? Um, yeah, that's an interesting question. I haven't really spoken much to the other teammates specifically about their mindset or, you know, where it was at or where the, you know, the team is at with regard to the championship. I, it's, it's actually kind of oddly quiet, you know, it's almost like we're just expected to be able to, you know, do our job. It's not that we don't get, you know, spoken to by various people within the team to make sure that we have what we need or make sure that we understand what the game plan is. It's just, you know, most of the big broad brushstrokes are, I think there's just, you know, for them, they view it as it should be understood by us. You know, we, we're all pretty experienced within the series, and I think, you know, everyone that's coming to Team Penske has always had some level of experience. So I think they expect for you to do the right thing. You know, they, they Penske wants us to work well together. They allow us to race. They allow us to do, you know, whatever we want to try and beat each other. But, you know, it's just most important that we work together and take care of each other at the end of the day. So... You know, as far as anything further than that, it stays pretty quiet. I think they just expect us to go out and do a good job and, and make sure we represent the group appropriately. And, and a quick follow-up to that, um, you look at where you're at in the series, you know, six-year contending for a championship, but you would be kind of the first under-30 champ in, in almost a decade if you pull it off. Have you thought about that at all, or were you kind of expected, hey, now that I'm here, at, I was hoping to be in championship position in the first place? I mean, I definitely think I hoped I would be in a championship position. I mean, how could you not? I mean, when, when joining Team Penske, I think you hope you're going to, you know, just dominate. That's I, Everyone would love to do that. I think, you know, in any situation that you're in, in any car, you would hope to be able to do that. Um, that would be the best-case scenario. But I, I didn't know how this was going to unfold. I, I knew that we had work in front of us. I knew that we were going to have half the time to, to gel. We need time to gel. Um, I still think we are. I mean, I, I, I'm a believer in, in the criteria that you have to build up a kind of a book for, for the year. You have to understand each specific team, what you're doing for each track. And I, I kind of already had that that book written up on, on everywhere that we went for, you know, ECR. And it's kind of just under, I understood what everything that we were doing and why we were doing it. And at Penske, we don't, we don't have that. You know, they have, they have their notebook, but I don't have my personal one with them. So I feel like we're still gelling, we're still learning. Um, so I'm a little bit surprised, you know, how quickly we've hit the ground running. But I guess there's also been moments where we we could have been better. And 
I could have been better, and you know, maybe in a, as a team we could have been better. And I think with experience that that will come. Cool. Thanks so much. Good luck this weekend. Thanks, Tony. And once again, if you have a question, you can press star then one on your touchtone phone. If you have a question, press star then one on your touchtone phone. And I'm standing by for questions. And we have a question from Ben Johnston. You can go ahead with your question. Sorry, Joseph. I was just wondering, what has been your highlight this season today, being with the new team and being with Penske? Has it been your win? any of your wins stand out, or is it just the season as a whole? Well, I think I think probably Middle Ohio is going to jump the best because it's you know it's probably the best that we've had throughout the year. Um, I think there's been other moments where we we could have won races or finished better and they didn't materialize. But uh, it's it's hard to go against Middle Ohio at this point just because it, it it was I think our our best weekend put together. You know, there's still small areas where we we could have been better over the weekend, but overall it was it was the best weekend we put together, and I, I think it was a very strong victory for us as a team like we did a great job in executing that day and so that one to me felt the most complete for the year cool thank you yep and our next question comes from mark robinson mark you can go ahead with your question hey joseph good afternoon uh quick question Uh, three weeks three straight weekends coming up here three completely different kinds of of tracks you're going to go to how do you individually and as a team? I mean, how do you how do you approach that that much difference in, in the next few weeks? Oh well, I see I see it as an opportunity. I would think when we have a, you know something that can appear to be a difficulty within the calendar, or you're back and forth between three different types of circuits in a row. You know, some some I think look at it as a, as a difficult thing to do, but I I always see it as an opportunity to try and you know be better at getting on top of those challenges and switching switching back and forth better than everyone because it is a challenge. It's a challenge going from, you know, one circuit that's very specific with a setup and a driving style and then having to go to a completely different circuit and relearn and, and rechange your style and setup and then having to do it again immediately afterwards for a third time. So it's uh, it's a challenge. I mean, I, I find that the most challenging and the most fun part about it, you know, as far as us preparing, the only thing we should do is, is try and, you know, be ahead of that as, as many weeks as possible. Like this last couple of weeks off that we had, we tried to put as much work in as we could to, to just be ahead of this next four weeks before the season finale and so that we can hit the ground running. And I think just being prepared is, is the best thing you can do. Is is there any one of those three tracks, these three coming up, that you consider more of a challenge for you than, than the others? I think Pocono will probably be our biggest challenge. You know, I think with with regards to our competition at Honda, I think they've been very strong on super speedways. Uh, I think we have the ability with, with Chevy to be, be, be better than them. Uh, we, you know, we've been working closer together this year than, than any other year in IndyCar. And so I think if, you know, we get it right, we, we have the ability to beat them, but Pocono is going to be our, our toughest challenge against them. And I think we'll have a little bit easier time at, at Gateway and, and certainly have, uh, what we need at, at Watkins Glen and then Sonoma. You know, you, you never really know what you're going to have there. It can always get mixed up. So we got to try and capitalize everywhere, but I think Pocono will be our, our toughest challenge. Thank you, sir. Good talking to you. Thank you. And once again, if you have a question, you can press star then one on your touchtone phone. It's star then one on your touchtone phone, and we're standing by for questions.
And we have a question from Rico Ramirez. You can go ahead with your question. Yes, uh, Rico Ramirez with Aria Grande here in uh, San Jose. My question for uh, Joseph is this. Uh, what is the advantage from Chevy to Honda uh, in their final leg of a championship? Well, I think with, with as long as uh, being with Team Chevy is, you know, you feel comfortable in the, the reliability that we've had throughout many years in any car, specifically the last couple of years. Um, I think we we feel very comfortable with what Chevrolet brings from a reliability standpoint. We never have issues. And, you know, if you're struggling with those things, it can be a concern when you come down to the, you know, the, the last couple races for the championship. You don't want something to go wrong that's out of your control. So, you know, that brings us a lot of comfort. Um Whenever we have a race that runs into a fuel mileage situation, we generally seem to be quite strong on Team Chevy, and we can produce the fuel mileage we need for for any given weekend. So, you know that that to me brings some comfort too. Um, and then, you know, I think the last thing I would say is our aero kit. And Chevy's just done a phenomenal job on that um, that part of the equation when when they came out with the manufacturer aero kits, and, and we've been very strong with it for the last couple of years. And, and it hasn't really let up this year. So there's a lot of things that give us give us confidence, but at the same time we can't we can't uh you can't discount Honda and you can't you can't you know, you can't turn an eye to them. Yeah, you, ha- you have to make sure that you're watching them at all points and, and respect what they can bring to the table because they're a very strong manufacturer and they've you know, they've won races, they've they've won any five hundreds and and they're very capable of taking it from you if you if you don't watch it closely. So I think they're they're a challenge for us with Pocono being there their biggest strength, but um, I feel confident in Chevy that we have enough to win the championship. Thank you, Joseph. Also, uh, you mentioned the Aero Kit. In, um, how's the new Aero Kit? Have you had time to test it, or what have you heard about it? In, um, what uh, do you expect from that for next year? Well, I'm really excited about it. You know, I, I think it's going to make the cars drive quite a bit differently. You know, I haven't tested it because it's still in IndyCar's uh, hands right now. They're they're finishing up, you know, the final testing phase with the kit before they release it to, to teams individually. So they've been working with both manufacturers, and, and the series has been carefully monitoring that and making sure that we get every detail correct so that we have a, a strong product next year. Um, but I, I think compared to, to this season, it's, it's going to change the handling dynamic of the car. You're going to have to drive differently than now. It's going to have first downforce. Um, it should have cleaner downforce so that the following should be more uh, easy to do. Uh, easy to, it should be easier to complete a pass, hopefully. It should change the way that we race on, on road and street courses and ovals. And I just think you're going to have to hustle the car uh, more. I think you're really good. Everything I've heard from, like, Juan Pablo Montoya that's gotten to test the car, he says, you know, to me that you have to hustle the car more and that, that should be more fun to drive and more in the driver's hands. And, and that's what we want. And our next question comes from Ben Johnston. You can go ahead with your question, Ben. Sure. Hi, Joseph. Um, I was just wondering, which of the final four races are you most looking forward to? Oh, you know, I'm not, I always, I, I hate to say this answer, but I always look forward to all of them. You know, I, I don't know if there's one in particular right. I look forward to. Um, I, it's, it's kind of, I don't really have a favorite track anymore either. I just, as I always feel confident we can win in anywhere we go. So I, 
I get very locked in on each specific weekend. And, you know, I'm still looking ahead to the other races, but I'm really locked in on Pocono right now. And I, I feel like, you know, it's going right. to be an uphill battle to some degree, but I, I feel like we can win the race. If we do everything right, we can win the race. Um, I'm excited about Gateway just because it's a new track for us. I always, I enjoy going to new racetracks and with the, the pavement work that they've done there. I'm really excited to see how that race unfolds. Um, generally short tracks are fun. So I guess in, you know, a roundabout way, I, I like all of them. I don't, I don't have one track I'm looking forward to. I, we've got to be good everywhere and, and, you know, feeling like you can win at every racetrack that I think allows you to, to like everywhere that you go. Right. Okay. Thanks very much. Yep. Thank you. And we have no more questions at this time. Uh, do you have any final comments? Uh, no, well, that will, uh, in fact, wrap up our uh, teleconference today with Joseph Newgarden. We appreciate everyone joining in. Uh, this teleconference will be available on a digital tape replay approximately one hour from the conclusion of the call. To access the system, participants will need to dial 888-843-8996 or 630-652-3044 and uh, enter the passcode 450-09645. A uh, transcript of today's call will be available on IndyCar's media website at media.indycar.com. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. And thank you, ladies and, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This concludes today's conference. Thank you for participating. You may now disconnect. <laughs>